I am so glad to today to be talking to uh, a woman who, one of, well, one of the reasons I like her is because she thinks the way I do, but her name is Maura Zimmer, and she is a certified personal trainer and a certified strength and conditioning specialist, and she has helped more than 100 women get their power and their confidence back by lifting weights, and if that's... Uh, I found that to be true for myself, and I am so glad whenever I meet another trainer who, who approaches strength training similarly. Um, Maura got into this field when she had some injuries in her 40s and um, had some negative messages from the medical world, and we'll talk a little bit about that. And that's what inspired her to be a coach. But she's a three-time national champion in Masters Short Track speed skating and she hikes and she kayaks and she gardens and she's just a wonderful person to have here on the podcast more i'm so glad you're here thank you so much tracy and thank you for that introduction um i've been looking forward to this uh since we set it up so um it's gonna be fun yeah. yeah i think so too so listen take me from point a before you were a personal trainer to point b deciding I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a personal trainer. How did that happen? I decided uh, one, one summer that I was going to sign up to work with a personal trainer at a facility that I used to drive by and it, and it sort of intrigued me. So I said, Oh, I'm going to sign up for the summer, learn a few new things and then go back to training on my own. Um, and it was hard. It was intimidating to walk into this gym where there was a lot of semi-professional athletes. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And hockey players and uh, division one college athletes. And I felt very out of place and very self-conscious. Uh, but, but the truth of the matter is everyone was lovely and nice and no one was looking at me like I was out of place. Uh -huh. um, and I, and I was fortunate. I worked with a really good coach. And after that summer, I would say to people, you know, I, I feel like an infomercial, but <laughs> you know, that this has changed my life. So I went in there thinking I'm going to change my fitness level and I, and no thoughts about anything else than learning how to lift weights and then leaving after three months. And it just opened up this sense of possibility for me. And I was, you know, 40, early 40s, somewhere in that range. And I think at that point in your life, it's often easy to feel like your life is no longer expanding. It's kind yeah. of, it's coming in, it's constricted. Um, and that what I learned from, you know, lifting weights and getting better shape and getting through the discomfort of like being so nervous and it was hard was, wow, I'm actually, there's a lot of possibility available to me still in life, not just in the gym. That's, that, that was my experience too. I think so many, I, the potential for women who are, who may think it's all over, who may think it's downhill, discovering that it's actually not downhill. And there's a, yes, so much, so many possibilities. Yes. And, and, and thank goodness I had that experience because a couple, 
know, shortly after that, I got hurt playing hockey and the injury manifested itself as back pain, lower back pain. Uh-huh. I saw, you know, a couple a couple of different medical professionals. One told me, well, you know, you should probably just stop playing sports and, <laughs> you know. But, but you're, but you, you've been a, like, my understanding is you've been involved in sports or athletic activities and even high level competition for a while to be told, yeah, it's over. Right. It was a, just a huge part of my life. Oh man. Yeah. And the, and another doctor looked at an orthopedic doctor looked at my chart. So, Oh, how old are you? Oh, you're in your forties. Everybody has back pain in their forties. You're just going to have back pain now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So I'm, I'm paying for this appointment and that's the best that you can do for me. So I was really a little angry about that yeah. and, um, and depressed. And again, I, you know, I talked to my, my coach and he said, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with your back, but your hip is, you know, he, he kind of put me through some assessments and he's like, well, your, your hip is weak and oh. not very mobile. And that was the solution to, to my back pain. Wow. Work on a little more strength and a little bit more mobility mm-hmm. and that fixed it. So I just wanted to, to bring that. That's what started me thinking about becoming a personal trainer. So I thought I need to get this message of hope and possibility out to more women, more women who are 40 plus who are feeling like, or being told this is the start of your decline. Yeah. Yeah. It's all downhill from here, right? It's all down. <laughs> just surrender to the downhill roll. <laughs> like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, and at that time, I remember thinking, could I do that someday? Um, I have a liberal arts background. I do not have a, a bachelor of science. Um, uh-huh. But I, you know, I started working on it and I had my own business, my graphic design business, which allowed me to work out and to keep learning and training. Mm-hmm. And there came a point with that, which was sort of a natural lull. Like my clients were changing, the industry was changing, and I wasn't motivated to do the learning that I needed to do in order but to continue in, with in the, in the graphic arts. In the, in the graphic arts. Field. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I took me, you know, probably about a year to transition and get my initial certification as a personal trainer. Um, but I did it and I got hired at the gym where I was training. So they knew me and they were willing to give me a chance because I was a known quantity and I worked there for about five years, got the second designation, the certified strength and conditioning specialist and worked with a whole range of people, which was a great education. Mm, Sure. Uh, Yeah. 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 So you kind of see you learn a lot, you learn the principles. And what I found was the principles of athletic development that we apply to younger people still hold true for the older population. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not the same exercises, but the same principles. Sure. Our, 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 our 
skeletal system, our tendons, our muscles still are there, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Even if you're over 40. <laughs> right, right. Over 40, shaped differently than you were when you were in your teens, all that stuff. Yes. But yes. It's still there. That's the, that's what holds us together. Exactly. I, let, let me ask you a little bit. Uh, I, I find it interesting that you had a, a, you came to a point in your life where you were kind of looking backward and saying, this is not quite as fulfilling as it used to be and kind of looking ahead and saying, no, that's a change that I want to go in this new direction. Was that scary? It was, it was, I had a very strong gut feeling that it was the right thing to do, Yeah, yeah. but also it generated incredible anxiety for me for a time. Um, I don't know exactly why, because it wasn't like I was in danger of ending up out on the street Mm -hmm. or anything, but um, I think coupled with with the competing that I was doing at that point for speed skating, which always also gave me a lot of anxiety. They sort of, those two things kind of stacked on each other. Oh, interesting. Um, but I give myself credit for following that path, that gut feeling in the face of, you know, all of this, like it was very nerve wracking for sure. Yeah. I, I actually think that happens to a lot of women in, in their forties. I, I generally, in what I've been reading and when I talk to clients, <clears throat> um, the there's, there's, there's a, uh, this midlife, I don't want to call it a midlife crisis, uh, but a midlife re- reevaluation mm. of, of, who am I? Am I really, am I the, the same person I thought I was? Are the stories I tell myself still true about me? Were they ever true about me? Mm-hmm. So this, this opportunity to realign with either, either realign with something that you wanted, you know, in your twenties and couldn't have life intervened or to create a new story for yourself yes a new identity even yep and because our because our lives aren't over at 40 we're only (laughs) if we're lucky we got 40 more years ahead of us to to do and achieve yes I mean think about that yes that's a long time right Yeah. yeah um so you got stronger but did did you you are you're no longer competing right correct so about i I lose track of the years you know with covid (laughs) you lost a year in there i um my last year of competing i think nat that was the 2019 nationals um and i worked i worked really hard for that there were a couple of national records for my age group that were within my reach so that was sort of the ultimate feather in my cap that I was aiming for. So that season, I really put a lot of effort into it, um, went to nationals and missed both of those records probably by a second or maybe even a half a second. So yeah. that was um, that was hard, but I knew I had put everything into it that I could. I hadn't skimped. Also during that year, I found myself, you know, when we would drive, when I, or we would drive to meets, 
sort of like the the dog at the car window, like looking at the woods and like the <laughs> natural world going by. And I just had really started to miss being outside more because training and competing and practicing, it's a lot of time and energy and it's a lot of, it's you're indoors. So I felt like I was swinging kind of back to my childhood. I grew up, I was fortunate to have a free range childhood. Nice. <laughs> we went out and we were, could be a mile from the house in the woods. And that was fine with my parents or we skated on outdoor ponds. We were dropped off at the big pond in town and, you know, just be back at the beach at this time if you want to ride home. And I, and I, there was, again, inside of me, there was this feeling of like, you need to, you need to get turned back to that. Mm. So I, um, I took a year off on purpose. I also just had some kind of nagging injuries and issues. Mm. It's, it's a weird sport. It's a weird body position. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. It's yeah. You're, you're bent over your knees basically and, and pushing yeah. your legs maximum. It's, and you, this, the skates are, I mean, seven, my, I'm 16 and a half inch blades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <Go you. laughs> yeah. I, there are parts of it I missed. Um, but yeah, so I, in that time and then COVID came, I took a year off on purpose. COVID was yeah. basically another year off because I couldn't travel to Massachusetts for practice. And at that point, I, I had really felt I had shifted to, like I said, more of the outdoor activities. And it's a hard sport to do casually. Not competing anymore is probably the biggest time I have wrestled with that question of, is it okay to change? Uh-huh, yeah. Because there's still a part of me that says, you know, I look at my skates and say, oh, but you're good at this. Oh, but you were an example to women in that way. And, you know, you're letting people down. You, you alluded to this a little bit. Um, as, as you discovered new and different ways to become stronger. Um, how did that change your outlook about yourself, about aging, about women? Mm -hmm. um, how did it affect you um, physically, emotionally, mentally in getting stronger? Um, let me see. Like I said, it was really this, this sense of expanding possibility and confidence, as I talked about at the get-go. Um, and I think I've started more to think more about, I started to think more about what do you want your life to be like after 40? Like, do you just, there's so much talk about decline Mm -hmm. So as the doctors, you know, kind of feed into, um, why are we focusing on decline so much? Yes. Your body changes. Yes. Some things aren't as easy, but unless you're a professional baseball player, your, your possibility is much larger than your decline. And it, it really got me thinking about how you are we are a product of what we do more than you're affected more by your activity than your aging got okay yeah yeah it's, it's keep, not a number 
Age is or age is just a number. Right. Yeah. But your your body is meant to move. We're we're already in a society where people don't move as much as they need to. Um, so if you sit on the couch more and more, yes, your abilities will decline because you're inactive. If you learn new things, you know, work with a strength coach, go to the gym, take up weightlifting. Um, your body is going to change for the better because of your activity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that I didn't think about that when I was younger, you just went out, you just did whatever, right? Yeah. (laughs) In an unorganized fashion. Um, and so that, you know, that experience of being told like, well, you're older now, you're just going to have back pain. And then finding out that wasn't true made me think about that a lot more you know do do more move more do it the right way and you're going to reap the benefits of that uh after 40 after 50 after 60 after 70 so forth and so on a lot of times you know some of the biggest things I hear from older women are um it's is it too late for me and oh I don't think lifting weights is for me, um, or just this sense again, like the time has passed. Um, and I always ask people, well, to sort of keep an open mind. Mm -hmm. One thing I like to ask people is to say, well, what if you didn't have a birth certificate? What if you didn't know how old you were? Yeah would you feel differently about your potential, about your abilities if you didn't know that you were X years old? You know, just, just try. Um, mm-hmm. My, in my program with people is we start off with a three month commitment. So I'll say, you know, we're going to try this for three months and then, and then we'll see. People who do that inevitably are, you know, like I was after that summer, just surprised and yeah. and happy about they can do this. Yeah, yeah. What have some of your clients said to you? It's like, are they blown away? Are they? They they realize that they can do a lot more. Um, and, and I'm there to guide and support and push a tiny bit in, in the realm of what is safe and appropriate, but I know I've had people say, I didn't think I could carry two 50 pound dumbbells for 40 yards. And, and that might be, you know, it's a certain percentage of their body weight and they can do it. And they feel so much better about themselves. Sure. Sure, because it's it's not just carrying the dumbbells, it's carrying your groceries out of the car and the kind of stuff too, right? Right, because that reminds me, I know a couple of clients have said, you know, I I used to have to ask my partner for help (laughs) in the house, and now I am the person that they ask for help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or my friends or my neighbors, and they're, they're just thrilled about that, or um, getting, again, getting out of pain. Yeah, people sure. Might yeah. have hip pain or knee pain or back pain for a long time, and they are, they are worried that it's going to be there forever, and they're worried 
that they're going to get hurt if they try to do something different or try to do something more than they've been doing, which I completely understand. And then again, lo and behold, Hey, I don't have to have this pain forever. Again, it it opens up that funnel of your life expanding. You can do what you want to do, garden, play with your grandchildren, hike, travel, and you haven't, you know, it's not a crazy routine or extreme exercise or anything like that. It is just working consistently on a foundation of strength. On social media, there's, there, there's some crazy stuff that people do. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it doesn't have to be crazy, right? <laughs> and no, it, it crazy is, you know, our, our society loves novelty and things that are a little bit extreme. That's what people click on. You know, they don't like the, the uh, meat and potatoes kind of fitness is not, is not exciting. Quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I, I follow you on your social media accounts and, and you recently asked, uh, I thought of just a really interesting question. You, you, and I think you were kind of wrestling, wrestling with the question yourself, but I, I just was fascinated by it because it made me, made me think too. It, you asked, is it okay to change? Right. right. And, I, and um, I'm, you've asked that question of, of yourself and I, I'm just, uh, so have you found an answer to that question yet? <laughs> I, think I'll, I think I'll always be asking that question in one way or another. Mm-hmm. I think I am someone who definitely pays attention to like the phases in my life. I keep a journal. I've done that for, I hate to add up the, the year, probably <laughs> decades at this point and volumes that, and volumes yes <laughs> burn them all someday yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're they're very boring like I had a good workout today like blah 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 um <laughs> but it does help me to see my pattern so you know we go through different phases in life and as you know menopause postmenopause is a huge one yeah and I think that definitely has made me ask that question at this point. Also what I hear from clients, um, it's a time I don't myself have children, but I know a lot of women who do and menopause, it it becomes hopefully that time where you get to say me first Yeah. after after years of, of, uh, nurturing children. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of identity change, I think, for everybody in, in menopause and post-menopause, yeah. including myself. And, and some of it's very positive. You know, I feel like I've been able to unhook myself from things that I used to worry about when I was younger. Like, I don't want to be 25 again, because how much time I spent worrying about my appearance and, you know, my clothes, shoes, hair, face, nothing was ever right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then you get to be in your fifties and sixties and everybody's telling you, you should be like 25 year old. You should look like a 25 year old, but I wasn't happy with my looks when I was 25. So 
now I'm just going to be happy being me. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, I I've heard it, uh, ha- having, having no more shits to give. It's like, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't care about that anymore. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm just, I'm grateful to be healthy and grateful for what my body can do, you know, hiking, kayaking, et cetera, instead of worrying about if it's looks the right way or pleases the right people. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, it's a time to come into our own power, um, uh, in our lives and, and to discover my power and strength. Mm. kind of fed into for me kind of fed Mm. into that discovery of my personal power as as a as a person Mm. um, as a woman things that I might have have not let surface Mm. I I, uh, there's a phrase uh, some cultures call menopause second spring Mm. And I really like that. Um, I like that way of thinking because for me, that's what it, that's what it's been like. Yeah. Were there, were there aspects of that change that kind of you wrestled with? Did you, did you ever feel like, you know, you, you needed to please people or that you were oh, being gosh. Such- I was a total people pleaser. Yeah. And then, and then at some, at some point I, I was in my mid fifties and I said, it was like, when's it my turn? Right. And, and (laughs) the, the answer was whenever you want it to be. Ah, like, uh Oh, (laughs) yes. That's a great (laughs) Yes, I like that. And and that was kind of liberating. It was kind of humbling. It was like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have to do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the fairy godmother doesn't go. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. find out you're your own fairy godmother, it's <laughs> right. Right. <Kind> of cool. <laughs> That'd be a great t-shirt. I'm my own fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. <laughs> More any we've covered a lot about your experiences personally and, and your personal perspective as a, a trainer and working with older women. Um, what question should I have asked you that I haven't asked? Oh, gosh, um, that is a good question. I think the only um, the PS or maybe, you know, the a parting thought that I'd like to add is that, you know, it, it is it is good to shake things up a little bit when you're an adult. Um, you can get in a comfortable rut, I think. And that, you know, if that is one thing I learned from speed skating was um, the uncomfortable that you feel when you try new things and do new things and kind of shift is mm-hmm. a sign that you are growing. It's a sign of growth. I love that. I love it's, that. It's good to put yourself in those situations. Yeah, yeah. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, sometimes, right? We all need, you know, we, all need the, we all need the, the, the parts where it's kind of smooth sailing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to just just 
always feel that way because it means you're kind of stuck. Yeah. Right. right. But yeah. getting unstuck is important. Yes. Awesome. Maura, um, uh, what's it like to train with you when you, with how, when your clients work with you? So I have a 12 week program for postmenopausal women where I work with people at their home for an hour per week. And you don't need a ton of space. You don't need a ton of equipment. And then I also set you up with uh, additional workouts that you access online. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can find Mora on Instagram at modern strength underscore RI. And you can find her on Facebook as Mora Zimmer. And she has a website modernstrengthri.com. If you're interested in contacting Maura, check out the show notes and um, send her a message. Maura, it's been great. Thank you again so much for your time. I, um, I, I, like I said at the outset, I enjoy talking to you. I, I think the more women involved in strength training, especially women over 40, um, representation matters. And I would love for more women to um, discover what strength training can do for them. So I'm so glad that you are out there uh, making a difference. Thank you, Tracy. It has been truly my pleasure speaking with you today. Great, great.